Hi there, Colleen Hunt, gluten-free gold based in Delega, Panama. It's the last day of 2019. Allergies are still here, still waiting to see the doctor. Life goes on. Um, today's a good day to reflect, for myself anyways, on how many obstacles were have, uh, were have put in your path or my path and what you had to do to uh, conquer that obstacle. Um, when I grew up in northern Ontario, Canada, um, it was an era where um, going to school, I had the choice of being a secretary, a nurse, or a teacher. I don't like sick people. I don't like lots of children, and I don't take orders well. So those three weren't what I wanted to do. The uh, employers were the forest industry, the mining industry, or the grain elevators, or jobs pertaining to servicing those fields. Um, I left home when I was 15. I started um, uh, working right away, um, doing service industry stuff. A lot of times uh, I would fall back on cooking for crews for a job. Then I started, I think I was um, 18, I started uh, waitressing and bartending. And um, that was a good job for me for uh, being home with the kids during the day and working nights. Except 13 and a half years later, I realized I started at $3.50 and I was now at $3 an hour. So not great for financial. Tips were good, but that was about it. And the convenience. And also, um, if you're a waitress and a good waitress, you always had gas money, uh, money for bread and milk, diapers, whatever you needed. You always had cash on you. So in my late 20s, I decided to um, to uh, go back to the high school that I quit in grade 9. So um, I was working uh, nights full-time and going to school full-time during the day. And then um, I went back to the college to get my uh, uh, courses for entering college. Uh, stuff like... Um, uh, chemistry, biology, English, and um, then I went to school for instrumentation tech. Sorry, my face is my face is really itchy today. Allergies are still here. Uh, on the second, I guess um, we get to talk to the specialist in Panama, but it isn't bad. The only thing that kills me right now, besides the itch, is the fact that I can't go do my morning walk because sweating from the walk irritates it to the point that I cannot stand it. So anyways, so I went into a field as an instrumentation tech. I think I was one out of a dozen women at the college in that building of 1,200, 1,500 guys. And in the first semester of the courses, two-thirds of the women drop out. But I've been working in the bar, so I was used to guys.
So, and I had the goal that I have to make good money to support my kids. So I did it uh, longer than I wanted to, but I did it three and a half years on a two year course. Then I did that for 15 years. And every day worried that I was going to be electrocuted that day and die. I worked with a lot of uh, high voltage. But the thing is, is that you suck that up, you push, push it down, and you go to work for the paycheck. The paycheck, life goes on. I was good at my job. I was very good at my job. I was... Um, but you always had that, um, for myself, I always had that imposter. Like, if they knew what I knew about myself, they would fire me right away. And I thought, for 15 years, someone's going to tap me on the shoulder and go, okay, you imposter, leave. That's just me. Then um, kids were gone, making good money. And then uh, in my 50s, I decided to do something that... Um, I enjoyed something that uh, I was making really good money. I had a nice vehicle. We had a great life, but I want something that I would get up. I would uh, jump out of bed for that. I would be so excited because I remember being younger, being so excited about work. So, um, I started uh, researching for, uh, what I could do. Because we knew we were losing our job in two years' time, our uh, company that had uh, hired me as a contractor and had um, hired my husband as a boss were closing down and moving to uh, England. So we had to do something. And uh, I decided to do farmer's markets. Did really good there. At first, not so good. But I had in my in my thoughts and in my mind that this was the next step. I was excited about it. I jumped out of bed for it. I, I gave my time, my all, my effort to it. And I had to work for the first year as well because the first year you don't make any money on farmer's markets. You're building a reputation. And I think that's why a lot of people give up. I have to remember that. For the next part. So that's when I started doing gluten-free and found out I had a knack for it. Had a knack for it. And then found out it, it affected me. That, that's even better that I learned how to bake gluten-free. And then it affected my family. Like my entire family, it seems, has some type of allergy to, to gluten. Or another food allergy. We all have food allergies of one type or, or another. So then here I am and I'm um, baking gluten-free. Uh, I did a bunch of different markets to, to work up my reputation, to work up the types of materials that I would offer. And then what I decided to do is start doing the bigger ones. And I was doing... Um, one that I think had six to 800 people on a Thursday and one that had 42 to 70,000 people on a Saturday. So we had a good reputation. We did great sales. 
and then I did an interview with a, an international company, uh, internet company, and um, they wanted my product. I brought my product. They tasted it. They wanted it. But there was always... That was the goal. That was the goal to succeed. That was the goal to get big. That was the goal that was driving me to the point that I was driving myself into the grave. But it was for what? It was like someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, what are you, what are you doing this for? None of the kids want the company. Um, you're doing great, but none of the kids want it. They'll never, they have told you they will not work as hard as you will. So why are you killing yourself? You got 10 more years to work. Do something somewhere that you enjoy. And the one thing that I really hate about farmer's markets, uh, living in uh, northern Alberta, uh, Canada, was driving in the snow. I was usually on the road before the snow plows were, and I've gone on off the road, and my nerves were shot. So, so I decided to moved to Panama and do it here. Now think about it. This is a woman that was raised in Northern Ontario that was told that she could be only a, a secretary, not only as in judging these professions, but I always felt there was more that I was supposed to be doing. And I could not picture myself being a nurse, a teacher or a secretary. Not at all. And then here I am, uh, 50 years later, living in Panama, uh, baking gluten-free for people, and exploring, exploring yet again another new avenue. I am the least techie person you know. Um, my ex-husband is the is the geek. I was never the geek. And here I have in the last three months taking courses on Instagram to figure out how to build my brand. Um, uh, KBB to figure out how to do a course and study material. And in 28 days, I'm leaving for FHL 2020. Now, if you're wondering what that is, go on YouTube and look at FHL or Funnel Hackers Live. I'm going to be in Nashville and sharing five days with 4,500 other people that are so happy and enthusiastic on building these, these things called funnels for selling products that it's just out of this world. I see potential. I see um, the ability to reach more people to help. And that's the one thing. Yes, it would be nice to make a living. and But yes, my goal is to help as many people bake gluten-free for themselves or help themselves as much as possible. Now, how great is that? Uh, when I decided I didn't have the money, there was no means to get the money. Um, I'm baking part-time once a week, so there's not a lot of money coming in. I sold our car. I sold um, my spare fridge. I sold my 
uh, bed set, trying to make sure I come up with the money to go to this thing. Because I figure this event is going to change my mindset and it's going to change my life. Now, being the last day of the year, are you willing to look back at this past year and say, this life has been okay and I want more of it? Or would you rather go, I want to get as much as possible out of the next few years, out of the next year, out of the next month, out of the next week? Because I tell you, life goes by really, really fast. This crap, it's crap. But it's not going to stop me. Um, I might not be able to wear makeup, which would be piss me off quite a bit. But and um, I not might not be able to exercise, which would upset me even more. But not as much as not being able to eat. So I have to get this fixed. But I also have to go to Nashville. I have to look at life as <clears throat> when you're in late, your late 50s, your life is not over. I plan on living for a long time. So each opportunity that is placed before me, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to hug it. I'm going to squeeze the life out of it. Life is good, but you have to appreciate it. Don't take it for granted. So many opportunities were placed in my in my path that it's like when they say a person is there for a reason or for a season. Same as opportunities. They're here for a reason or for a season. And this opportunity is this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. So I hope you look back at your life and think of all the opportunities that have been placed before you, presented to you. Have you taken them for granted or have you embraced them? Man, life is about embracing, embracing it and squeezing every drop of joy that you can get. We're not here forever, but I want to be the one that they say, yeah. So, so I will say it's uh, Colleen Hunt, Blue Free Gold, Happy New Year's. This is it, people. 2020 tomorrow. Wow.